keep your mind on the shit you want and off that fucking shit you don't. Welcome to NPNAR. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Do you ever listen to Bookworm? Mm-mm. Like today no. on Bookworm. I do a really good impression of the guy. You're but crushing it. <laughs> no one knows who we're talking. Do you no. know who I'm talking about? Take no. your word for it. Oh, what is I his trust name? you. Welcome to Bookworm. It skateboarding <laughs> is intrinsically a love affair between acrobats and their surroundings. He says uh, shit like that, which is true, no? Yeah, like Let's that just idea. get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's unpack that. <laughs> let's let's examine this on a uh, philosophical level. I can't see it in my bookshelf because that's not my bookshelf. But a an ex girlfriend's. Uh, I don't Nudes. even know. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> she her. Who was this guy? I think it was her best friend's brother. Went to school for architecture. Yeah, there's there's skaters about. Let's go interview them. Yeah. Your, Sergio's ears perked up like a German shepherd yep. when he heard that there's someone's face to bite nearby. No. What? I have a bias against German shepherds. I don't like them. Oh. Police dogs. Yeah, they're cops. <laughs> exactly. They're cops. And cop A Yeah. A, a CAD as well. It's not their fault. A CAGs. I know. I know. I know. I've been lectured on this through and through. But <laughs> I really have. But um, I'm and I'm wrong, man. I'm wrong. But um, that's good of you. They didn't chose the cop life. That's true. They didn't chose. I'm. <laughs> it chose them. Three o'clock in the afternoon. I can't even conjugate a goddamn verb right now. Fuck. Yeah. Well, he went to school for architecture, and one of the books was about skateboarders and how they relate to their environment. And, Who wrote uh, it? I don't know. An architect, probably a like a graduate student. Was it Ocean Howell? Because no. he does architecture, I believe. Um, I get my AutoCAD class said I was supposed to be a landscape architect. I probably would have done a lot better in life had I pursued that. But uh, here we are. You'd be Tanner. 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 Oh, I'd be more Tanner. Tanner Van Bark. That dude rips. Does Quite. he though? Let's be uh, honest. Yes. No, uh, yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's pretty gnarly. Unequivocally. He's like. That's a word gnarly tech too yeah just his trick selection in general is very original it makes his it makes his parts kind of how do you feel when you watch a part like that when you see i guess tricks you're just not normally used to seeing does it does it do like does it stand out in your head at all mm-hmm. yeah well it's just the pace of things it's not the parts anymore it's just the amount the volume of content you see all the time and let's just like well this is new this week but let's see what they got next week because you're like I mean, Wes Kramer started doing that shit, the, like the wallies up into uh, into grinds and hubbas and stuff, and mm-hmm. even Vincent Alvarez was kind of doing it, and Jake Johnson, and like, I mean, when Jake Johnson slapped up onto Clipper, that was like, that was mind blowing, and now it's just like the it, once one person does one thing, the fucking doors get blown off, yeah, and uh, Tanner is just like, all right, doors wide open, I'm just gonna do everything, and. He, he has and it's fucking crazy yeah he's very he's very good yeah it makes him look better too i think I don't know. look he, better what do you mean like he just feels more unique and original and that's fun mm. and exciting okay. in skateboarding and especially if he's doing like nbds today like that's crazy it is crazy you have to get I, you have to get into like your tony hawk's pro skater bag right i mean he's pro for real for a reason right so. no that goes without yeah he's pretty young now he's like what 23 <laughs> Yeah, he's he's super young. Yeah, there was a whole thing about him when that part came out. A Thrasher follow-up. Mm. Either I, I'm not certain if it was in the magazine or not, but it's like, the part came out. Let's talk to you now. It's his interview. Exactly. Everyone gets an interview. I haven't got one. Maybe You're we will. getting won't. one. We'll be, maybe if this does well, we'll get one in the music section that everyone skips over. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've, read, I've read a handful of them. Yeah. I have two, actually. Slave Bells no. was in there. I'm yeah. always conf- I always am curious how they select the bands and why and who right. gets to interview them or I've had that same thought yeah some like weird some- choices yeah like sometimes it makes sense it's like well these are all the bands that are at deathmatch so we're gonna interview them or you know we've licensed them for <clears throat> it's probably has to do with licensing and who they they got lined up for their video parts so they're like yeah we're gonna service some of your bands give them pages in the mag and. Yeah. on the website and maybe you know this and that but one of my goals is to get something written for thrasher and i feel like that would be my angle that or a uh 
uh, brain floss or whatever they, they can. Is it canvas? It's canvas. The artist one. Mm. I'll find a skate artist and interview them for that. Oh yeah. Cause I don't, I don't think I'm getting in otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> that Wait. makes sense. So the, when you say the music thing, you're, you, you would just like follow the, the, the structure of it, just interview a band essentially. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like a one page interview with a band. And okay. Hey, did you ever skate? No. All right. Well, moving on. <laughs> Yeah. Thrasher doesn't have a record label, does it? They don't support bands like that that way. They did skate rock. They used to put out skate rock tapes, but I don't know that it was necessarily a full-on label. I think they were just highlighting, like, literally highlighting skate rock. So it was like Drunk Engines and JFA and The Faction and shit like that, I think. I, oh. I don't, I'm speaking out of my depth, but I assume that it was more of a like where it overlapped type thing with the skate punk and high tower and grindline the band and shit like that. So the reason I brought that up, uh, I've been thinking a lot about uh, Ch- Chikagoff. Do you remember that video? Chikagoff. I don't know how to say it still. The Volcom video from around 2005, maybe? Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course you don't know what it is, Sergio. Jeff Rowley had a stellar mini ramp part. The Australians had a a really... Well, also New Zealanders, I think. They had a really cool part. The Uh, whole thing was cool. Stanton. Yeah. It was an amazing video. Ryan Sheckler. Gross. Yeah, he had... He was in there. (laughs) Gross. Um... (laughs) That but I had some great. What what did? Why have you been thinking about it? Well, just because you brought it up. Damn, this I don't is need forty to re- minutes. Oh yeah, that's when. But that was like, Skate if anything, out. probably short back then. That's when you had to buy skate videos, so they had to be forty five yeah. minutes. Had to be worth their DVD weight. Um, I brought that up because the it, I immediately thought of Volcom when I brought up Thrasher having a label because Vol- Volcom has a label. I feel like. A music label? Yeah. Whoa. And they used a bunch of those bands in that. I, I would, I'll have to see it again, but I'm pretty comfortable saying that that video has an incredible soundtrack. Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, Boosinitz had a part too. He had like that modern <gasps> modern lovers part or uh, wasn't that Dang. the song at the end? That like sounds the, like a good video part. <clears throat> oh, it's really good. It's a good video all the, way, all the way through. It's got like super good quotes. It's got the one where it's like, the dude's like, why the fuck am I skating at five o'clock in the morning? It's because the motherfucker I, I can. can. Yeah. I feel like that's Phelps, no? Uh, or maybe he's like quoted. I don't know. I immediately saw him in my head. But yeah. Phelps has a similar quote where it's like, I'm doing it for those who can't kind of thing. You're I don't right, know if it's right. the same. You're right. Like, why am I fucking bombing this hill at 5 a.m. for everybody who can't? We've gone. Like, yeah, yeah. And now, now we got to do it for him because he, he would have done it. All right, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. I love bombing hills. Let's, Let's do, do it, it together. Promotion for this. Yeah. Oh God. We gotta do that. Terrifying. We do. I brought that up. I brought up that video. Jeff Rowley, Mark Alpiard, the mini rant part. Also the, the the. And what am I gonna do about it? Oh yeah. Him him. Jeff Rowley, paddling in a single canoe in a a lake that's gleaming, and there's this very. Uh, somber and emotional poem happening as yeah, he's like doing. spoken word, yeah, to like gothy, yeah. hardcore. It was also, but like, it's funny, it's because it was around the s- same time as Really Sorry, where he had that goddamn like that church bell ringing, like, oh, making fun of Jamie Thomas, I guess, or whatever yeah, it was. And it was yeah. like so over the top, and he's like, just kidding. And it's like, this is you got a really specific sense of humor. And uh, but I mean it's out there, so that's that's fine, man. And then Motorhead as the actual song for his for his skating on the mini ramp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mark Alpiard skating to Motorhead is interesting. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they really go together that well. Well, especially because he was like full. I think in in his like he, it looked like he was wearing like his version of everything in that like his baggy pants his like aesthetics mesh jersey or whatever i don't know no or like at that point his volcom button up that he would skate in uh with like a backwards hat uh or a beanie probably a beanie Mm. and then you got jeff that's like color coordinated well that era was fun because it was like 
you, you everything it was kind of anything goes you weren't just mm-hmm. painted into this like one single thing where it's like because uh, like Mike, Mark Appleyard specifically is like baggy pants, like swishy pants, with yeah. then basketball tops and tank tops and wife beaters and mm-hmm. sleeveless tees. And he, he kind of could get away with anything because he just looked good regardless. But then like, you know, people painted themselves into a corner and you're like, well, you're either hesh or fresh and you can only be this or that. And right. But Fre- there, there's definitely been some people that have, uh, cross streams and have managed to do it well and apple yards one of them i feel like there's uh a lot of fresh fresh is like the majority at least from what i see currently yeah there it's all baggy it's uh, really weird to see tight clothes yeah but stinky baggy's back so like <laughs> just i mean you might have baggy pants but you are not smelling fresh that's for sure like some of these uh like the the polar baggy doesn't necessarily scream fresh to me. Polar makes the big boy jeans and just like, they look there's so a bunch, gross. There's a bunch of people that wear baggy pants and like I wouldn't call them fresh by any means. It's like TJ Rogers is fresh. Like uh, some of them like pretty much everybody on Primitive's fresh aside from Frankie. He's and super, Frankie's super fresh. He's he's his own thing and I yeah. respect it. But point being, that like, dude skates. Yeah, everything. All the Frankie time. skates? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. He's a skater. <laughs> He's <laughs> like a skater skater. I thought he was a doodler. Nah. No. I, man, I we mean, talk about... That? Frankie's the spirit animal of this show. I feel like we bring it... I think we've brought him up in every single episode. <laughs> yeah, but I've also shit on him, so... <laughs> yeah, but with love. I mean, there, I think if any of us could skate with yeah. any of the people we talk to, I think Frankie would be an easy transition, honestly. Yeah, he like he'd be a nice guy. There's only like a handful of people and things that I legitimately dislike and hate in skateboarding, and like just because I crack jokes or poke fun, like I listen, I'll make fun of myself over harder and more than anyone else. So it's like I feel hopefully people listening to this will be able like ah he's just fucking around. So but you know people are a little uh, sensitive sometimes, and I'll uh, I'll deal with it if we get any flack, but. I mean, Cause at the same fun of you. at the same time, at this point, you get flack for everything. You every everything anyone says is gonna hit the spectrum of responses. So, well, you can't put anything out there without getting criticized, and you can't exactly. Like, it doesn't matter who you are, or what you do. Like somebody's gonna find a way to find a reason that something you do is problematic, or who you are is a bad person, or. You have bad intentions I or suck. whatever. Yeah, it's like you, it, it, why anybody continues to put anything out or put any effort out to, to do anything new and creative. Because it's always the people that have all the time in the world because they aren't creating anything or aren't pr- producing anything, aren't contributing to the culture they so very say they love and are trying to protect by going after these people with pitchforks and torches and shit. Like it's always the those people who have all the fucking time to tear down everybody else and like really overanalyze and criticize, and it's absolutely maddening because it's just like, how about you fucking try writing a caption for a fucking like? Because everybody's like, oh, these fucking thrasher captions for what this new video is. It's like, oh, look at it. It's like, do you know how many fucking videos they have to write captions for that they probably got at like the last minute and they're like, this has to go up for a sponsor. And then like some dickhead on Twitter's got some fucking 140 things to say about it. You know? Yeah. It's like, dude, try to do it. Our podcast is not too dissimilar. Absolutely. It's a place to do the same. Right. We're going (laughs) to talk shit. And, you know, as long as it stays a dialogue, it's cool. But once it becomes this like, Twitter fucking mob thing. That's when like I'm like get the fuck out of here. Like yeah, like this I don't know because for instance like Austin Kamfuch had a out there and then like on a really s- good one too. Yeah, uh, and that's my homie. Like I grew up with the dude and uh like people on Slapper are just like canceling him because he like kick flipped a, a home a unhoused person in San Francisco and it it's like this. It's seriously a two-second clip in an old like anti-hero video, and it's like people are just people just make assumptions. Like you don't know 
that that person was even unhoused. You just assumed based on whatever they were wearing. And you're like, they look homeless, so he must be. And he he clearly didn't ask or give him money for it. or Like, you don't know the fucking backstory, and you're just going to write off this dude who, like, is pro and works, like, his ass off to, like, support his family, his kids. He works multiple jobs and still finds the way to get up and go surf in the morning and be passionate about skateboarding uh, yeah, as a professional. Dude. Like, I, I fuck you. That like, you sure. don't do shit, <laughs> and schedule. you just have all this time to shit on this dude who works five times harder than you ever have for anything anyway that's christian center you've been hearing from me uh, if you have any, <laughs> any hate mail directed well, directly towards me because i've been steamrolling this conversation but that's i think that's an issue that a lot of people are realizing is that there some people a lot of people have too much time on their hands and yeah but and, then let's like go skate you got all this time on your hands go skate and enjoy the thing instead of fucking tearing yeah. everything apart and yeah. trying to figure out how to cancel somebody else it's like, well hopefully hopefully the industry the industry at large i don't even know how who to address with this but hopefully people won't give credence to like i don't know who is on slap i i i've tried yeah. to get on that message board and i'm i'm so computer illiterate that i end up on like I don't even know, like a Pinterest <laughs> screenshot of a slapboard message thing. And I'm like, is this right? Am well, I doing it yeah. right? And, and you know, <laughs> An idiot. I don't know what to say. <clears throat> Another thing is it's my fault. Like I go on to these things and I'm like, what do you I seek expect? It out. Yeah. Well, like, I'm going to do a little therapy. I'm on like, right I'm now. going to the thing. Like you <laughs> go on, you therapy. go into Twitter onto twitter why though yeah exactly it's uh. like, i got ex- i got what i asked for i'm like right look at all these stupid fucking opinions i'm the one that's gonna get mad about it i'm like i'm sharing my own stupid opinions constantly and they're not even opinions it's mostly me just being hung over and being like this sounds funny i'm gonna say it but uh. like so maybe like i'm just like why am i getting fixated on it maybe it's about me maybe i need to well you obviously really unpack that you have an emotional attachment to Austin, you said you grew He's up with him, both. and that's the thing. That's the thing that uh, so it requires empathy in two ways. It's like the people who don't know yeah. Austin, don't know his character, don't know that even if he did kickflip over uh, uh, someone laying on the ground, we don't know if they're homeless or if they're a drug addict and they passed out, or if it was a homie who was just napping and the homie busted a kickflip over him. No one knows, but regardless, it's a pretty inconsequential offense to kickflip over someone who is passed out. It, d- yeah. it says nothing about you. It, it it's Brandon not- Beeble like videotaping a homeless person getting beaten up, you know? Yeah, that's not pretty. To, and not to, I mean, that's exactly what I did, but not to throw somebody else under the bus. <laughs> well, it ha- it's out there. Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, we've all seen the internet before. So, and me kind of, but I'll get there one day. One day. <laughs> yeah, I just need to take a step back. The guy that's on Karuma that was on Adidas, I just can't even look at their shoes. They're so disgusting. Why? Can we They're unpack gross. that? Like, why? I, I, I mean, I don't like them, but why do they draw such ire? Because I haven't heard anybody say anything good about them. <laughs> like, people just are like, fuck this company, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I get it. Who I, skates like, for them? A lot of people, apparently. Like, every uh, single person at that qualifier. We're talking about the, the, we're talking about a lot of shit, first of all, but we're talking about. At the qualifier for the at the, that was at the barracks for the Olympics. I don't know if it was the Olympics, but it was it was definitely an American qualifier for. I watched street and pool. There, there was everyone who pretty much was doing street was on the team, at least wearing the shoes. Was Alexis there? So blown? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I know the shoe. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't love it. <laughs> It looks like a twink, like a like a hostess dessert. I don't want to. What put is that one? That. It looks like a ding dong. <laughs> All right, they got Mike Vallely, Gustavo Ribeiro, oh. Kevin Hofler, oh. Jagger Eaton. Mar- oh, Jagger, Tyler Jaeger? Peterson, Jaeger, yeah. Jaeger Meister. <laughs> um, apparently they're marketing as a sustainable brand. So how sustainable, I don't know. But based mm. on their website's front page. Are they sold at everlane.com? <clears throat> I don't know what that is. They ne- Maybe. I don't believe it. <laughs> I want to see I want to see what the factory looks like. I heard theirs isn't that great, honestly. 
Everlane? Yeah. None of it's great, folks. Yeah. Wake the fuck up. Make your own clothes. <laughs> I've been doing that, actually. Get the fuck out of here, this guy. Um, really? What'd yeah, you make? I made, I made a shirt. You made a bandana, huh? I made a shirt. You Ooh. made a shirt? Really? Yeah, like a Like a button-up shirt? No, nah, it's a tank top. You made a tank top. I made a tank top. Does it say Did you Cali Life? Does it say Cali Life on it? Nah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> Describe it? the process by which you made yes. a t-shirt. <laughs> Did you harvest the cotton? Hey, I'll screen print it on. Spin. And then we can sell it. <laughs> and everyone's going to go crazy for it. Yeah, that's that seems to be the case. <laughs> so, how'd you make it? Uh, following a pattern. Oh, so you bought like uh, cloth. You truly then... made one. Yeah, made okay. one. Okay. Muslin. Muslin. Yeah. Cut it up in little pieces, put it back together. Hell yeah. That's pretty sweet. I'll you wear like it. it? Yeah. All right. I'm going to see if I can spot it. Don't tell me when you're wearing <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, you'll see it. But, oh, fuck. That's the one. <laughs> his, other arm, his other arm can't get out, dude. <laughs> like, i'm stuck exactly that's a uh no that's a canceled very canceled person Shit. it's a cosby show episode where denise uh, tries to make a shirt for theo and doesn't work out well it well. shows you how old i am because uh that was on at nick at night when i was a little kid and i think for a lot of these folks fresh prince was the thing that was on at nick at mm. night you didn't watch fresh prince I, of course i watched i watched it all i watched it all i watched it all i seen it All right, so skateboarding, we lost everyone. Oh, getting back to what we were talking about, this yes. gets into what you wanted to talk about today. You wanted to talk about feeling shame mm. for skateboarding, or like as a skateboarding, as a skateboarder, feeling shame in terms of like when you felt embarrassed to be a skateboarder, or for yes. our culture, or whatever you, however you want to say it. But like, and you, it was your idea to bring it up. So how about you? You lead us in with oh. what, what, where you were coming from, or something that, like, why, what, what brought that to your mind, and why you wanted to talk about it. Hmm. Have you felt shame recently in skating? Damn. Was it that shoe company that you felt shame for? No, these are all. Uh, damn, I wasn't ready to answer this, but I'll, I'll throw, I'll give it a go. Uh, I, I'm pretty forgiving with a lot of things. I think Chad Muska. His fun little TMZ rant <laughs> where he said the N-word 17 times more than Becker done. Uh, he kind of went all over the place. I don't know what kind of drug makes you uh, do that, but he was on it. <laughs> it was insane. Uh, highly recommend going and watching that. <laughs> Muska. You know, that's a great question. I think when I proposed that question and... The reason I bring it up is I'm a I'm a shame whore. I like it. Shame on. It's your kink? Oh, it's I was like, raised Catholic. I'm just constantly right. embarrassed and ashamed of myself. I was raised by a Catholic, non-practicing, <laughs> but who Catholic had the adjacent. Yeah, no, who had like the the remnants of Catholicism in his uh parenting. I feel shame. I'll, I'll make it very specific because it, it, I see it a lot at, at skate parks or just kind of like in the vibe that skateboarders put out and it's this like tough guy vibe that is that that somehow skateboarding validates which oh. to me is like what but it's totally boys club like right you're going to, you're like risking your life sometimes skating yeah like so trying things encourages. or going to somewhere to tr to skate uh i mean all of it so okay all, it's a tough sport that shit hurts Damn, Sergio thinks this is a sport. <laughs> you stepped in That's it, fine. bud. That's fine. <laughs> we will talk about this. We can talk about it. It's, a, it's a you, regardless. You? It's a dangerous activity, and right. it does take a certain amount of bravado and ego to push yourself in competition. True. To you know, wanna be better, sacrifice your body, and potentially get super injured or fucking potentially die. So it does. It does. And like when you're, it's like. It's like the inverse of when like MMA fighters cry because it's like <laughs> like when MMA fighters win their round and they're just full of adrenaline and they just tear up and they're just like this is what I've been training so hard yeah you're just you know Overcome your nerves are on the end right but like skateboarders are kind of like the on the other f the flip side of the coin where it's just like 
I'm not a jock, but right now I'm a fucking man. Oh, I'm all that is man. Did you see what I just did? <laughs> it's like you kind of like <laughs> let it go because it's just like so ridiculous and fun. But it's just like 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 that, like flipping off whoever when you run run away from a trick. You're like, who are you? You won. Like, who are you flipping? Who That's, were you? Who yeah. were you against? You were battling yourself or are you flipping off the spot? Spots somewhat indifferent. Matt, the cop, if you're flipping off the cops or the security guard that we're trying to get, like, I get that one. But even them, there's just like, man, I'm minimum wage. Like, what are you flipping me yeah. off? I'm just doing my job. I, like, I think <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it exactly. What bugs me so much is that it, it, it there's a lack of empathy. Yeah, it's on, on our part, on our yeah, culture's yeah. part when it comes when it comes to even dealing with security guards. Like, look around, dude. Those aren't people. Those are people. Yeah. Like, think about that job. Right. Do a fucking uh, Craigslist search of how much they pay and all that shit. And yeah. then you'll realize very quickly, like, these guys need this money. Don't be, like, yeah, there's ways around care, it, man. man. They don't care about the spot. Some, they don't, some like, care. Yeah, well, they want they care about keeping their job so they can keep yeah. food on the fucking table. We're pro-security. I, I recommend <laughs> if, if you're not... Hot take. If, <laughs> if you haven't heard it, Kyle Kinane's newest album called Trampoline in the Ditch is out there. And he has a bit about this because he talks about getting older and you hit an age where you suddenly you might relate more to the security guard than you do the kids skateboarding. Hey. And like he's got a whole bit and I don't want to ruin it, but it's very funny. And it, it, if you're younger and you haven't hit that age where, you, where you're like, you know, because I'm 37 or I'm going to be 37 this year. So like. The risk reward factor for me isn't there. Like my job isn't predicated on me landing, going to this spot, landing this trick. So I have nothing really to gain from flipping off a security guard and getting my my trick for a homie video that it's never going to come out. Like you know what I mean. So it's like it's all it's about. And I'm trying to empathize with pros who like that is their job and they do need to go do this. And maybe this is the only triple set in town. And they you know whatever. Or you need to you need to go do the fucking one eighty fakey five zero down fucking El Toro or whatever. You know. (laughs) So like I'm trying to empathize with you, but it's also just like it's. we get very myopic with with whatever we're into. Yes. We get very focused on what we want, what our goals are, what our values are. And it's just like, you know, other people do have other values and goals and needs. Yes. And, you know, it's hard to, if you are, it is an ego. You do need that ego f- pushing you to like, I'm going to land this. Cause if you don't have that, like I'm the best or like not even I'm the best, but like I can do this. I'm the fucking man. I'm the one that's going to handle this shit. Like if you're in that ego mindset, it's probably going to be a little hard to be like, pull the, the opus back a little bit or the iris rather. And just be like, Hey, other people matter. Yes. This is somebody else's property. I get it. There's pedestrians. I'm yelling fuck. And there's kids walking around and people are just driving to have a picnic or whatever. Bad about that. So yeah, me too, man. It's bullshit. Right, but I mean, you know, we're not dependent on a paycheck that is That's like. That's very Yo. true. That's so, very true. You know, it. it Imagine it also like comes down to the fact that like that that in itself for yourself is a big ask, and now you have to ask everybody around. Like you have to ask the security guard to have that kind of empathy and like open mindedness of like, well, understand where I'm coming from, and it's like most people don't aren't that open and like aren't that understanding and they're just focused on their you know whatever they're myopic about and like i need my job i need this me 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 especially in america like maybe it's a little different in europe or wherever where it's just like hey man we're all just we're all gonna get by it's gonna be all right we got we all got health care i'm not working for tips it's fine do your yeah. thing. They they sit and watch, or they throw planters at their skate. I've seen that. <laughs> Dump buckets of water out of yeah. their picturesque window. <laughs> so, yeah. Sergio, what's up? What's up, man? You ever felt shame? Um, yeah, I've snapped a few boards on a couple sessions that oh, I that shouldn't did. have. Did um, you tra- have to try extra harder, or you just feel like extra hard, extra harder, extra hard? You got to do more. 
Yeah. More, uh, more harder. That's okay. Real quick, real quick before you answer. The, when you when you go to snap a board and it doesn't snap, that feeling of <laughs> anger, of feeling like a loser. Yeah, you're like I'm a loser. No, yeah. damn, it's another. And then you and then you I do it second try. When you've snapped a couple boards when you shouldn't have, why why do you feel such shame? Where does uh, that come from? I don't know where it comes from. <sighs> well, you got some work to do. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, what? Feeling such shame for snapping boards. Yeah. Is it because you know... Because the board was still good, and there's nothing wrong with it. It was just me being a baby and not landing the trick I wanted to get. And so I felt ashamed of that. Right. What do you think... Uh, I think what's more interesting is that sudden physical reaction. We've all done it. Yeah. I, I can remember vividly a session where... Uh, I was sober as of a day and I punched my board. I was throw. I, I severely damaged my board, but I was in such a fit of rage and it's like, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse that skateboarding allows us skateboards. It, it's, it's actually an accepted part of our culture to freak out a little bit. Right. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it's, it's allowed. It's Carrie Getz, Heath Kirchart. I mean, Jeff Rowley. Yeah, I mean, there's a conspiracy that, like, in the '90s, that like I forget what it was, but like the whole focusing chemtrails thing was oh. like they're like they started putting people focusing boards oh. in video parts so kids would start doing it so oh. they would sell more boards. <laughs> and a I marketing don't, tactic. I don't know yeah. if there's any truth to it, but I mean, like that makes sense carry hockey temper gets like that was a thing and like whether i mean he, i don't think he was faking it but like no it, it definitely showed you that that was a you know a way to deal with not being as good as you wanted to be or not being as proficient as you wanted to be but um i mean you know i don't i i don't know how many boards i've focused over the years out of pure anger or too many but like it's if it's more, if it's one or more, it's too many. <laughs> so it's like, cause that board could have been, you know, given away or left at a spot or whatever else. And instead it was big baby Huey had to have his foot through it to make him feel like a big, strong man or, you know, a big, tough person, whatever we want to call it. You ever do the double jump on it to snap it? You've seen me do it. <laughs> That's true. The double jump? The, the super jump, just two feet. For me, like it's knowing like how stupid it is, and then not being able to control yourself to the. It's like I know getting angry at my, th like I'm in control of the board. It's not the board doing the wrong thing. It's me, my inability to put do make it do the thing I want it to, and now I'm angry. And instead of me being able to be like, well, what am I doing wrong? What could I do better? What am I not focusing on? It's I'm gonna beat up the thing that won't do the thing. It's like it's like when you mean to your pet or something when they're not right. doing. It's like you're the like the dog doesn't know what you want it to do. You're just not be, you have not trained it properly. You have not conditioned it properly. You were at fault. So don't be mean to the dog. So like it's the same kind of thing where it's like the board didn't do anything wrong. Board's just being. Yeah. I mean, it makes you think about how much, uh, how much of the way we skate, the things we do, the way we dress, the way we talk about it. It's a lot of mimicry within skating. So like when we get mad at our boards, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but when I skate, I, I see, I like have images kind of flash before me when I'm skating. Be like, like this person. <laughs> Be like I, this. Maybe. But also, like, uh, like especially when I'm doing tricks, I'm like, I'll see it. I will. I can like. I have watched enough skating to like, be able to place what I in my mind's eye think I look like, into doing any sort of trick. So like when you're, and that's important when you're trying to learn new tricks is like to be able to see yourself doing it, right? Yeah. So, uh, when I freak out, I see that same shit. Skateboarding for me is so image based and like everything I do is sort of predicated on something I've already seen. 
The visual you know, aspect. I'm of it. heavily, heavily. I, I have. I'm. I am like drenched in the Kool Aid of skating. So, but, but, but the thing is, it makes it. It's. It makes it really important to realize that, and also try to find your own way in skating, so that it becomes a more genuine thing and less of like a. I'm a little kid playing around. You know. I don't know if that's like a a notable transition but when you go from like skating like people you love to skating how you actually skate i mean i don't even know if i'm there yet i mean two decades in that is part of the process of learning anything is you kind of have to um echo other people to find your own style or you have to uh you have to copy before you can create your own thing it's like the the you know Hunter S. Thompson wrote, typed out the entire Great Gatsby so he could feel what it was like to to write a classic like amazing book. Interesting. And where you know like you every pro I do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well, you know it's it's like with comedy it's like a lot of like you figuring out your sense of your quote unquote sense of humor is you probably quoted comedy specials and movies and mm-hmm. you're like well this is funny but if i parrot it enough times maybe i'll figure out my version of that and which is you know as you're if you're trying to actually be a comedian that's super dangerous because you're just like you've already kind of trained your brain to do other people's material which is a cardinal sin whereas skateboarding it's like no that's you have to like right. you should try to do a backsmith yeah. like mike carroll you should try to do a kickflip like james hardy or mike carroll or, or andrew reynolds Dang, or james hardy james hardy i'm thinking john delo i just watched uh oh, he has a beautiful flick. following Hayes. yeah Ooh. john delo uh little pocket mag mag i just a video i just watched of him in florida pretty cool that guy's uh insane yeah really fucking good <laughs> so good if you ever catch him at cherry it is a treat yeah that shit's got pop <laughs> uh to go from death wish to almost is insane but good good for him getting a paycheck he hopefully. was on death wish he was death wish flow whoa and i just assumed they weren't doing anything with him so now he's pro now he's pro from flow to pro, but not with the same company. That's incredible. I didn't know he was on Death Wish. He it wrote Death sense. Wish boards. That's a funny thing. Yeah, how like... Maybe they were like, hey, we got the guy with great flick and pop, so uh, I guess we're good. <laughs> Lizard King. <laughs> Lizard King has a good kickflip. He did. Yeah. I told you that. I told he Sergio does, that. He does. You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> Big old kickflip. Do you guys feel like you have settled into... Like you have a skateboarding persona. Like th- there's tricks you won't do. Uh, that's what I was gonna ask. Are there? Is there like a what if if there is a a universe in you in your head that is skateboarding? What are some? Is there? Is it a world that exists with like universal truths? Like you can only do some things this way. Regular skateboarders look weird. It's all about goofy. I don't know. Oh. That 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 is a thing I have. I think regular skaters look a little strange on the board. Freaks. <laughs> I I was talking about filmed these. regular skaters. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm sensing a little crit- bit of bias. Yeah, yeah, Christian's regular. Maybe, Sorry, dog. <laughs> who maybe only know a certain way. Right foot forward. I, I will s- no i mean i if you think of the in my mind the most stylish skaters are like when you think of like the blue collar styles the best blue collar styles are all regular footed like mm. you got ed templeton you got fred gall like not that fred gall's a style guy but like all the best styles i'll admit like if you rattle them off it's like mark gonzalez uh it's goofy yeah, he's goofy. That's what I'm giving. Oh, okay, okay. Like the best styles, like Jason Lee, oh, yeah, Ethan yeah. Fowler, Co- like well, Scott Johnston, mm-hmm. Mike Carroll. Like most, if you're rattling off like the best styles ever, I'm probably most of them are gonna be goofy, which is odd. That is odd. Um, Gino, Gino's goofy. <laughs> I do think that's odd as fuck. I th- I've thought exactly about this. Yeah, I I mean I'm I'm not li- I'm not denying it like right. 
whatever it, I don't know what it is, but I there were there have been a few people that were kind of the exception to the world the rule. It's not even a rule. It's just like that's crazy. Like it's right. an, it's an observation. Uh huh. And it's a matter of opinion and who you know whatever. Like, but I mean I. I've, I think I was trying to figure out who the best style of regular footer was, and I was like... You guys got some good ones. Well, help me out, because I'm, I'm coming up with a blank right now. Mark Johnson. Brad Cromer. Yeah. Uh, Cromer. Jake Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, Jake Johnson. Is he? Mm-hmm. Jake. Um, yeah, see, this is tough. Uh, Arto. Arto's... Yeah, he is right. Well, I just kind of—I'm actually just kind of throwing his name out there. Is Arto a style icon? I mean, he—he's got a great fakey flip. Yes, and great flat ground. That is the truth. That's one of the foundational tricks of my like holy trinity of skateboarding. Is that the one? That four block? Yeah. Was that place? And the one in minefield where he landed like kind of not flush or not parallel, but he still managed to like muscle through it and roll away. Yeah. It was like some like marble in Greece or somewhere where it was just like, well, this is a beautiful, slick ass looking spot. And he just like, just. But Mark Appleyard, he's goofy. He's great style. He's goofy. Well, we're talking about regular. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with more regular guys. But wow. Like I didn't the, even mean to talk about that, but I'm I happy mean, we brought that up. There's great regular footed styles for sure, but they are. Is Dale regular? Dill is regular footed. I feel like Ava is too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those two. Yeah. But again, well, yeah, I mean, right. They're very stylish. Ava's definitely more blue, but my blue collar comment, like Ava's very blue collar, if you want to call it that. It's I don't know it's it's maybe I don't know maybe it's something in the in in your utero that makes people either uh, goofy or regular later on right well I I just stepped on goofy because I heard of I think I heard about a kickflip and I kick with my right so I was like okay well then the right if I'm gonna that should be the front foot my right foot but I that was odd to my friends who are all also right-handed and all kicked right but they a lot of the all most of them are regular i mean it makes sense the way you described it the only way i when i was starting people were like all right close your eyes and i'm gonna push you forward and whatever foot you catch yourself with that's your front that's your front foot okay so that's like that's where i came from and you know maybe same, but I got pushed backwards. <laughs> I make well, then you're like stepping on a board. Well, maybe that's why I'm not very good because I feel like I would try to catch myself with my right foot, and I should have been goofy this whole fucking you gotta, time. You got to switch your stance. <laughs> basketball yeah. players do that. There'll be basketball players who are horseshit shooting free throws right-handed, and they'll switch, and vice versa. It's happened multiple times. Um, but speaking of basketball, that's also why I skate goofy because when you're a right-handed kid and you're taught a layup, a right-handed layup coming from like the, the, the right, I guess. Yeah. The right side of the, of the rim, you're taught to jump off of your left leg. Mm. So that why wouldn't that be my pop leg? You know, it's kind of the same thing. could be argued either way. Cause if you're popping off of that foot to jump off, then shouldn't that be the, nope, that's still the, the leg you would have been used goofy. Yeah you're, liter- yeah, you're literally like ollie. Exactly, a layup is an ollie, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> What's a dunk? Oh my uh, god! Bolts. A bolts. A is bolts. A dunk. <laughs> nice. Skateboarding is a microcosm of a greater whole, and right. like it is, it is a nice little slice of the bigger picture to look into because it's like. It does help you understand the bigger whole because it's like, well, this is like this person or like this is like because skateboarding is kind of fragmented and some people are very into a very specific thing and only care about whatever pool skating or they only care about people older than 40 or people only care about Braille or. (laughs) Well, what do you think about all this, Sergio? 
I feel like I'm too invested in it then. <laughs> too invested in it? Yeah. Skateboarding. Explain. Yeah, what do you mean? I just feel like it's all I think about. <laughs> right. So you, but in regards to what we were talking about, like, did you have any thoughts? Right. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think that there's a time in every person who skates, who when, those who are fully invested, truly, and I mean that, where you find your whole life coming to odds with your skateboarding persona. So like your actual being not linking up with things in skating that you might because for me i'm thinking like skating i had a whole new set of rules for things but then i would find that my rules in real life didn't translate or they didn't it's like you can't just be a skateboarder you have to exist exist fully so it's like uh and it's tough because if you care about the earth, for instance, like this is a very wasteful thing to do. And, and, and like, where's the conversation about that? I've, I've seen like blips about using like bamboo decks, you know, cause they're, I don't even know why, why would we use bamboo decks? Cause there's more of them than trees. <clears throat> it's more easily replaceable. Okay. They grow quicker. There you they, go. I, I believe, I don't know if they use less water, but I feel um, like they might. They're, they're no they're a more sustainable source of wood, I believe, than Canadian maple, for instance. Right. And, yep, yeah, well, that's, yeah. Again, where's all our shit coming from, man? Like seriously, it's a, it's a, I, it's the most, well, pr- it's that, such product based. Like nothing, you can't, you can't like grow anything besides a tree well, that's a th- that's, to make a deck. <laughs> you know that that you have to use in skating. Grow your own skateboard. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And there's a huge, um, you know, your carbon footprint being a skateboarder is probably a lot higher than a lot of other right. activities because it's like you burn through shoes and that amount of rubber and glue and everything else that goes into that. And you just like, just, you, you know, yeah, you know, you lose a little bit of your foxing tape and suddenly that shoe's in the garbage can. Like that, that dude, seriously, the, Cause I see people that just get like boxes and boxes of shoes and just like throw them away. Like that's another one when I get just like pretty embarrassed. Cause I'm just like, man, like, all right, you're done skating these, but those are fine shoes. Like just take right. them to Goodwill at the very least. And like, you can't even be troubled to do that. Like that drives me insane. Like throwing clothes out when it again, Goodwill or like, there's like so much just wastefulness and it, and it is like what you're it, that it's what you're saying combined with like that pulling the thread thing. Cause it's like, well, if you don't, well, if you care about this, why don't you care about this? And like the fact that your shoes are made here and your clothes are made here and your phone is made here. And it's like, it's, it's about bandwidth and what you're able like, right. Because everything we true. everything we do, everything we buy, everything we eat, and what every you know, everything has a certain amount of blood on it. At, it's just unless you're Sergio and you're making your own clothes, but <laughs> your even own tank that, like, top. yeah, even then it's yes, like sir. where was the fabric made and blah 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 and where right. you know everything was you're buying something that came from somewhere somewhere that cost something in a terms of a carbon footprint or uh you know an ecological disaster or whatever like and you know you have to pick what you're okay with and some people just turn it all the way down it's like i don't care i work 40 hours a week i can only care about i i can only focus in on my family and providing for them and my job and blah 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 and I just want to go skate and not think about it. And, you know, I get it. You know, you don't want to have to be concerned with all this other stuff. You're just like skating is skating. I don't want to. Well, that's all that it's probably all they can deal with at that moment. But so like, I understand that's my, like, I understand when some things like, say like a quasi board comes out, it's like, I survived school today and it's a fucking handgun with American flag behind it. It's like, keep politics out of skateboarding. It's like, 
Fuck off. Yeah. But Fuck it's, off, it's like skateboarding is a political act. Like you are actively going against cops. You are actively going against private property. Like it's right. You are making skateboarding is a stance. It's a, it is a fuck you. And it was a fuck you to like society as a whole. And, you know, we've been welcomed into the fold as the years have progressed. But, you know, it will always maintain a bit of that middle finger attitude whether you want it to or not because you know as soon as it's it because the motherfuck we can because the motherfuck we can yeah it's like (laughs) you do need that because if without it it's fucking dead it's just golf wow four beers four episodes we fucking did it guys there's only four only four well uh we uh to pull the curtain back a little bit. Um, to pull the meat. I'm wrapping back. this shit up because I got to pee. But no, I think a lot of good things have been said. Uh, we have been recording for a month. About uh, We took a week off because Sergio had to do some traveling. And uh, I think we just needed a week off anyway too. But I, I'll speak for myself. It's been a, a journey. And like I'm so happy to be on the other side of it. Are we done? <laughs> Are we done? Are we getting closed out? Is no. That, is this the I last mean, episode? We've been canceled. Four we, and done? Yeah, just a four episode, little, little shorty. We're doing uh, a quarter. And then we'll do, we'll do four episodes on rollerblading, four episodes <laughs> on scootering, uh, <laughs> as, they, as they say at the park. Hey, what's Scooter. up? I'm scootering right now. Um, Sick. <laughs> yeah. Rocket power. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, we're three dudes who have been skating for a long time, some longer than others, and... Uh, we're those guys who will show up to a park and we'll skate a little bit and then we'll talk about something and then we're, we'll, we'll go from being warm to being cold and then we'll get hurt. (laughs) But that's, that's kind of the inspiration of this podcast. And it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fucking fun. I've learned so much about myself and about these guys in this short little stint. I'm fucking excited to keep yeah. going. Because Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, you guys want to say anything about that process? Four more. Four more. Four more. Sergio Four just more wants more. Beers. Four, Four more, more beers. beers. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably, you know, if, if we get any sort of feedback on uh, the slurring and uh, whatever, you know, we might cut back, but we might not because we're fucking skateboarders and we don't listen to nobody. Nobody. All right? No. Uh... You guys got anything else to say? Like, subscribe, and follow. Boom. Tell your friends. Boom. Sergio, give it to us. Uh. Have to edit out that uh. <laughs> <laughs> leave it in. Leave it in. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I got more. I got more. He's uh. got more. He's got lots of us, man. Oh, Biba. So much uh. uh. Thank you, April. Thank you, Biba. Thank you, Adam, for opening your home to us. I really appreciate that. Um, I'm glad to be doing this with you guys. This yeah, is man. fun. It's been fun. It I'm excited fun. to keep doing it. I'm excited to keep skating. And yeah, all right. Love you. Yeah, we go into the future, the very uncertain future, on four wheels with open minds. Yeah, man. We love skateboarding. We love skateboarders, all of them, even Nyjah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he speaks for himself. <laughs> he doesn't speak for me. Well, I speak for this loud-ass fucking plane over here. Don't cancel me. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. That's Double Primo. See you next week. Peace. Peace. What my dead friends give me is, like, the power to say, hey, it's 6.30 in the morning, dude. Like, who am I skating for? I'm skating for all the people that can't. And why am I doing it? Because the motherfucker I can't.